Blog Talk Radio. Michigan UFO Contact, September 24th and 25th. Found at 100 Clearview Drive, Hooton Lake, Michigan, 48629. You can find the event at www.facebook.com backslash M-I-U-F-O-C-O-N. Or you can go directly to their website found at www.M-I-U-F-O-C-O-N.com. A huge lineup of guests as well as speakers and vendors to inform and educate on ufology as well as mediumship and so, so much more. A lineup such as Andrea Perron, Barry White Crow, John Tenney, Nick Redford, Frank Chilton, Mike Cleland, and many, many more. With vendors and authors of all types, Produced by Deb and R.J. Dorouse of Michigan Paranormal Investigations Team, sponsored by Mystical Awakens Radio and the Rift Radio Podcast Network, September 24th and 25th, 2021, the Michigan UFO Con. Good evening and happy Tuesday to our listeners. Welcome to True Crime Mysteries Beyond the Veil. This is your host, Joni Templeton Skinner, and I am here with my co-host, forensic astrologer, Valerie Evans. How are you, Val? Doing well, Joni. Good to be here. Great to be here, too. Um, Before we get to our featured case tonight. I just wanted to give a shout out and a huge thank you to all of our Canadian friends that we have met. We did Madison's case last week and the outpouring and the wonderful uh, response from our friends 
up north has just been wonderful. So a huge shout out to them. Right, Val? I mean, it's just wonderful. Right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the people and our army now that we had a village and now it's an army uh, to help us. And it's just been wonderful. So with no further ado, I am going to introduce um, the sister of our featured case tonight. Uh, On June the 4th, 5th, 2021, Lexi St. John was reported missing. She went missing by her family, and uh, Lexi was supposed to go to her sister's wedding with her. And when she didn't show up, Deborah knew something was wrong. And this is, we are in Lafayette, Tennessee, and no one has seen or heard from Lexi since then. So I would like to welcome her sister, Deborah. Deborah, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. How are you? Um, I'm doing. I'm managing. Good. Good. And so, Deb, can you just kind of go through um, that day uh, that you realized something was wrong and that Lexi was indeed missing and kind of go through the what happened? Just walk us through a timeline. Um, the night of the third, she had came and stayed with me and she had, um, recently been incarcerated and I had saved her money for her and it was quite a bit of money and she had gotten out and she came to my house that night and she was like, I can't do much for you and I haven't been able to, but I want to treat you and your fiance to a trip. And I was like, okay, cool. So we sat down that night, we reserved our motel, our attractions and she had gotten up the next morning, and we sat down in the living room, and she looked at me and told me she loved me to get my children situated, that she would, was leaving, and she would be back, and we were going to meet back around 5 o'clock at my house to leave, because that's what time my husband had gotten off, and um, we were going to go have a fun weekend. Um, the last time I had spoke to her that day, I had let her know that the children were taken care of, and that we were ready how long until she showed and um sorry my dog um oh honey you're fine i heard from her at three that afternoon and i hadn't heard from her since so we waited she intentionally every now and then you know she'd come up missing for a couple of days and she'd be back or she'd pop up and with her silly self and just be like hey here i am but um after my wedding, I realized, you know, that wasn't going to happen. So I went to my mom and I told her, I said, hey, you know, this isn't her. Me and her are best right. friends no matter what. Whether we argue, we fight, we hate, we love, she always keeps in contact with me, even if it was just to cuss me out because she's mad. And I said, you know, something <laughs> has to be Typical sister. <laughs> yeah. Just to let me know, hey, I hate you today, but I'll love you tomorrow. But that was her. That's just how she was. Um, mm-hmm. She did before going to jail. She had gotten addicted to heroin. And um, yeah. once the investigation started, you know, the detective on the case, he 
had started telling me certain things, and that's really when he got on that case, that's when I realized, you know, reality sank in, and yeah. I knew then something had happened. Now, explain to to us, is Lafayette a small area? Is this a rural area? Is it a small community? Um, what is it like in this area? It's actually pronounced Lafayette, Lafayette, <laughs> Lafayette, Lafayette, I'm sorry, Lafayette. Lafayette, Tennessee. Um, it's just a small little country area. Everyone knows everyone there. So it's not a big, big. big city around like Nashville or any of the bigger cities. It's just no. a small, Here, quaint community. You got a little, yep. You have a little town, and it's got like three restaurants, and you have a little Walmart, and then you got a little square, and then after that, it's nothing but pure country. So Lexi disappeared and did, I mean, so of course you're going around looking and so how has the response been with the police? Are you all getting good help? Are you getting? Absolutely. The detective on the case, we are more than blessed to have him. Um, He, at first I was angry. Yes, I was because I was wanting her found right then and there. And I, I didn't understand his duties as a detective and you know I was angry at first and then I started realizing you know he's doing the best he can and a lot don't see that and I understood patience is the key and I've waited and I've waited and he hasn't let up he's on it every day all day even when he's on vacation he still picks up the phone and talks to me if I have questions or if he just has something pop up in his head he'll call me so he's been great it's been awesome to have him you are so blessed with that, Deborah, because that's what we don't hear that enough. And I know there are really good detectives out there. You know, we've had a case before, like I was telling you, where uh, the woman had actually retired from the case. She retired from the police department, actually came back and worked with the family on the side. So it really is, it's wonderful to hear that you've gotten such a great response and a backing. And this is when the cases will get solved, is when you have hands-on like that because the communication lines are there, they're there, they're working it actively. So, Val, do you have any questions for for Deb? I just kind of like hogged hogged the questions. I do. No, no. Yeah. Um, Well, let's see. I guess I'll start with some non-astrology questions and that is um, first of all when you first started to get the suspicion that something was wrong when was that um, was it like, like 24 before, hours afterwards um, okay, it was really when she didn't show up so it was probably just a couple hours after I had no okay just like you said right and uh, as far as, you know, you're in your mind, you're putting together what possibly happened to her. Did, did you have it, was it clear in your head or was there some type of suspicion at all of, of what might have happened? No, it's very clear. Really? Okay, you know, it's very clear. Okay. 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 So the the bottom line really is, uh, getting to the bottom of it with certain subjects of this case, getting well, the and information. 
Yeah, and I think it's true what Deborah said. It's a process. The police have to go through this meticulously. I mean, they because there will be a trial. They can't, and and I know that families do, or they get impatient. And but it's like you said, you understand, Deb, that they've you've got to have patience because you know they're yes, working the case. There's certain things that they may find that has to go to the TBI or the FBI, and then they have to wait on that and do COVID to their behind. And patients have become the key. There's still things that haven't been sent back yet. Well, I have a few clues here from uh, the astrology chart or what we call the crime chart. And we, what we do is um, we cast, it's called casting a chart for the, the, basically the time that uh, it was, the person was last seen or heard from. And then what Joni will do is she'll get clues independently uh, from spirit or, or different ways she has to to either hear or see certain things and then we put our clues together so the clues that I got um, well what's really interesting I was studying the uh, Chris Watts case actually this morning and I saw a similarity there uh, what and I'm not sure if you know much about it but it was um, this was actually a family case uh, where the, the husband Chris Watts uh, you know, committed this heinous crime, but what was featured in that crime was oil. And I, I don't know if in this town, if if that makes any sense, because I'm not familiar with it, but it seems like uh, there's a lot of oil that's featured. Now, that can also be drugs, too, because the same symbol is drugs. But a lot of times it can mean both, and it can mean maybe a... Um, some type of a representative or a symbol of something that has to do with... Um, what do you mean oil? Like, I, like, like oil, like gasoline oil? It could or, be gasoline, but when Neptune is with Pluto, that is a lot of gas or oil. So that might mean uh, maybe a gas. I don't know. I think it's bigger than a gas station. I think it has to do with, I don't know, maybe an oil uh, tank or something. I don't know. But uh, the other clue that I'm getting is that, and tell me if you can think of whether this applies or not, but there's a street in this chart. You can look to the ninth house, and that represents usually a highway. And the planet Venus is in the ninth house, and that can show the name of a highway. And here it might be, a female name of a highway. And that shows a very close, in close proximity to Lexi, according to what I'm looking at. So I'm not sure if that makes any sense either, but, and I know there aren't that many roads that are named after a female. So, but right. that that's another clue. Uh, I'm getting that there are a couple of witnesses, which I could talk to you more about offline about, what um, what they might look like or what might happen there. But there's quite a few people who it seems were knowledgeable about what happened. It's not just one person here uh, that, that only knows what happened. Um, I'll tell I you another see- thing. You know what we did get, what was really interesting, Deb, 
is that um, we both got, so we do this independently and then we get together and compare. But what really strikes me too, Val, is you got two highways that merge with numbers. And then Mm -hmm. I got two roads that merge, Liberty and Birch. And that was very, very clear, Deborah, that, you know, possibly to look or to search or where somebody was a witness or someone would know there are two roads that merge together, Liberty and Birch. And then, you know, but that was really strong, wasn't it, Val, with both of us? Mm-hmm. It sure was. So, and, yeah, does anything, I don't know, strike you up to this point as um, familiar or something that might mean anything? Um, and you can say the no. Two <laughs> yeah, the two the highways. Exact, the exact place where she was was actually on a highway, and then there is a new highway that comes off of that highway, which would mean they merge, um, that that family has land on or did have that at some point sense. in time. Because it, it shows literally that she is on right. this highway at this point and, in time. And, you know, another and then, thing, nope. and Pythia, who is the, uh, the advice astrologer, through her research as well, she said that she received two confirmations on her chart information that she is near a house, near property, very close to property. So she got two of those. I mm-hmm. I just thought of that. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, Val. I'm sorry. Yeah, I see that too. Um, uh, there's there's two different um, aspects that show that she's in a house or that she right after close. what what happened that she was very close to one. So a house. Uh, it seems like she knows the person. And uh, and it seems like there's something that was abusive that happened. Uh, whenever you have m- moon in in Aries, that's abuse. And uh, there there are also some other things as far as uh, description of a weapon and that kind of thing. But uh, but it it seems as if the, this person is hiding. And yes. The, the people around him are helping him, and, and it seems like people that may be there for him in a familial sense. Uh, it, maybe it's his family that's hiding him or, or something. I don't know. But he's getting. it seems like he's getting some help there. We both had that, Deborah. We both had. I had that he was hiding north 21 miles um, on the chart. Val, you had something where north, northeast, I believe, on one of yours. It said something was south, southeast, but him hiding north, north, north made sense, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So we, we can both get you a chart, too. Yeah, I, I'll get you. We'll get her everything, and I'll do a map as well. But we both matched Deborah on... She knew the perp. We both matched on the two roads merging. We both matched on the merging of the highways. And that 
Liberty Birch, I've never been to this area. And there are two roads that merge. So that area may have a witness. That might be where someone lives. But I would definitely check those highways. And it seems like the other two highways, that's where she was. Um, so, I mean, there we, we matched really well on this. Val. Now, there's also, you also, um, yeah. yeah, there's also something else, too, that um, with the perp here, uh, no, I'm sorry, with the police, it shows that they're going to be successful in certain areas. They're going to be able to go to either a bar, because we're talking about Fifth House here, where the, mar, where, where the police have strength, and it's strong in the house. So that could mean that they might be able to uh, find this person in a bar or around a family type of setting, and they're going to get answers. Um, and the other thing is, is that there's a strong aspect with the police to Neptune, which is um, they might identify a disguise. They might identify something in the water uh, or something around what has to do with oil. So, um, so I do see some strengths here. They're going to also potentially um, see something in the woods where Uranus here is in Taurus. So Taurus means like a forest. You know Uranus what? is to split. I've What's got that? your oil. I've got your oil because a clue was a distinct smell. So this person could possibly work with cars, Deborah, work around cars where there's an odor about them with oil. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe, or in a maybe. factory or some kind of a gas or um, oil, maybe. And that makes sense because I have Mercury squaring Neptune. Neptune would be oil, and Mercury means to smell. And when it squares, that that's kind of like a bad smell. So that would be confirmed in the chart yeah and it was and the the clue was distinct smell and i don't talk like Mm -hmm. that so there's your oil (laughs) right uh i have well i've got some descriptions of the witnesses that i'll that i'll hold for offline but Uh, you've also got on the chart gravel road and the last place that she was seen definitely had a gravel road you've got that as a clue as a chart clue was gravel road okay yeah i'm seeing um if it's near the house i'm trying to see where i saw that maybe i'm looking at the other chart that i did um the fourth house cusp is in capricorn which would be uh gravel um but i'm not seeing that as that's like a huge thing that's like in the center of all of this that might be i don't know something something on the outside of, of the clues. I, I would make that a secondary clue. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, here's another thing that you say could be a bar. Now, and this could be a local name. You know, this could be an area where only locals know this, Deborah. But I got 67 Club, like it was a bar or maybe a hangout. Okay. That people call it the 67 Club. So that's another match yeah. that we've got, Val. Yeah, it and could row be a house. by that highway. Yeah, if, if you have row houses, highway, I think that's, I think that's a good clue. If there's a bar by that highway near yeah. near where we think she was, 
there is an old maybe somebody. Uh, there's an old building right up the road from it that they say used to be a bar. Okay. You hmm. know, and this might be something that people only in the community or a certain group of people call it the 67 club. Who knows? Because that's a weird clue. And it might be like a club atmosphere or a bar atmosphere with that to be where they're hanging out. We don't, you know, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And row house was a clue. So where there's how rows of houses, I guess that's a row house. We had quite a bit. So does the chart show, Val, success, the matter? Um, it, it's hard to tell. Um, I, I think the police can absolutely find some success in this. Uh, but it, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell on this one. Uh, will we find Lexi? If, if that's the success, obviously, it's a success because there's two sides to it. Can we find her and will the people be, you know, will the perps be put away? Um, I think it's absolutely possible that we can find her. Good. Um, So that's good news. Good, good. Do you have any questions Mm -hmm. for us, Deb? No, ma'am. Okay. We can get more information and, on the witnesses and anything else that we can help out with. We're happy to do that. But I, I think one of the top clues though, that I saw was that, uh, that home where there's just, there's something that has to do with someone's home and it might, there might be some red color to the home as well. Um, And that also also showed up in Pythia too. That showed up on Pythia. So Mm -hmm. you've got two, Criminal astrologers, Deborah, saying that. And there's also, I there's like a tattoo that um, I'm going to look at a little bit more, but I think I might be able to get some descriptions of some uh, major people, major subjects in all of this. So, Deborah, what would you advise to other families as far as if this does happen because I remember seeing a post and it really touched me that you had put on Facebook that you didn't, that don't think that this may not happen to you because it will. Um, What else advice would you give to people with what you've been through right now? Just hold on. There will be better days. I do know that. Um, um, Good advice. It is. Like, I, I, try to, I try to be as upfront about it as I can. You know, a lot of this I feel like was because of her addiction, and um, I try to reach out to certain people and help them. And as far as families, you know, there's hope. There are people there to help. There's people in this world that love you that you don't know love you, people you probably don't even know. But uh Honestly, it's just every day. I just, it's different every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honey, if do you, do you have so any other questions for us that if you do, it, uh, you know, thank you so, so much for coming on and chatting with us and 
and giving us Lexi's story. And is there anything else you want to tell us about Lexi? Um, she was she was a wonderful person. No matter what her situation was, she was a very good person. And no matter what, no matter how much I disliked her decisions, you know, she didn't deserve this. No one deserves this. No. Never. No. Never. She, never. If there is anyone out there that is listening at this time, I would like to say, you know, if they've been keeping up with the news, they do have a suspect. But all it could take is that one call, that one word, mm-hmm. and it could solve. And they don't have to be afraid anymore. Right. Don't be afraid. And if you would like to remain anonymous, we get tips a lot. True Crime, Mysteries Beyond the Veil on Facebook. Please call us. And what is the police department that you deal with, Deborah, that they could contact? It's the Lebanon Police Department. And their phone number is 615-444-2323. Okay. And so please thank get in touch so with much. the police for tips. Deborah, thank you for joining us. And will you come back and see us if you, if you have any updates or additional information? Or um, And I know you've got your Facebook page. It's what Miss, it's Bring My Sister Home. What, what is the Facebook page name? Um, I have two. I have one that's um, bring Le- or help bring Lexi home, and okay. then I have another one that's missing Lexi. I think it's missing Center May St. John. Okay. And then so anybody interested to find out if you can help Deborah, to, you know, even pass out post missing posters, if there are searches upcoming, additional information, please get in touch with Deborah. And Deborah, good luck, honey. We will get you all this information. And please stop by and join us again. Yes, you guys so much for having me. All right, Thanks Deborah. Again. Thanks, honey. Take care. Yes. Bye-bye. So please, tips, please, you know, help this wonderful family out. Deborah is just a wonderful young lady and... She's an amazing person. They've been through so much, and she's so strong, and it would yeah, be great to see amazing. a resolution. It's, it's really hard to come on to a radio show or any show and talk about the experience, especially when it's happened so recently. So uh, she's definitely a, a strong, strong person. Their strength amazes me. Every day, all day long, they are amazing. All of them. It's just mind-boggling. It's amazing. We have a caller. We have someone calling in. And thank you for being so patient, Marie. How are you tonight? I'm good. Hi, Marie. Hi. Marie. That was Marie. a very good show. It's very interesting. Good. With all Thanks, those clues Marie. for Deborah, that was really good. Wonderful. Marie. And we'll see is, what happened. I know. Keep our fingers crossed. Marie. Um, was with us last week. She um, actually gave us, reached out to us to work on Madison, the Madison case, which she went missing. Please. Oh, and um, so, you know, Marie is back. She helps with our families. She helps us with Facebook pages. She does research. 
And it's just, it's lovely having you with us so much. Yeah, thank you. You're a busy, busy person. Yes, I like it though. (laughs) We have been busy, so we have been. But our second segment is a little bit different. We're going to flip because we have in three days what's coming up, Val, the lunar eclipse. That's right. Everybody is freaking out. They're scared. If you go on social media, everyone's like, how's everyone feeling? And they're checking in and all. And, <laughs> and you know, that's the one thing I don't like about astrology is that uh, it can really be a platform for fear. Um, not to say that things are not going to happen, but they're not going to happen <laughs> to all of us. So explain uh, explain what a lunar eclipse is because you know we we have true crime audience they you know they're not necessarily astrology audience what is the lunar eclipse and what does it mean to be I think a lunar uh, the lunar this lunar eclipse is the longest uh, in his in recent history anyway Um, there's actually mainstream yeah oh. That long, wow! There you go. Yep. And uh, my last so birthday. it's gonna be it's gonna be something. What's that? I said that was my last birthday. It feels like. <laughs> well, this lunar eclipse, the moon is in Taurus, and the sun is in Scorpio. So does this... and it's on November nineteenth. Yep. It's called the Beaver Moon. So partial lunar eclipse. And the thing about in in astrology, the moon, when we see a strong moon, especially when the moon is in cancer uh, or moon in Taurus, uh, it's usually, it's always benefic. It's called a luminary. It's when something is going to help. So when we look in a crime chart and we see a strong moon that's going towards, say, maybe something in the third house of neighbors, uh, we can see right away that a neighbor is going to help uh, or help with evidence. And and you saw that just off the top of my head, like in the O.J. Simpson case. There was a lot of energy with the moon and the third house of neighbors. So, so we look at that in, in cases. So now think about it in a general sense. The moon is helpful to, say, all mankind. Well, now imagine on the 19th that there's an eclipse. So suddenly somebody flips the switch so that the moon is not available. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't mean that for everyone who has uh, different planets and everyone has a different birth chart. But for the ones who happen to have planets in the area of the sign where the lunar eclipse falls, they are affected by it, as well as different signs uh, with the degree of where the moon is. So they say uh, Scorpios and Leos um, will be very affected by it. And, so Taurus uh, is in the, this moon. That, that's money. Taurus is another one, yes. Where does Taurus signif- money. signify? Money. Taurus is money. It's banking. Uh, it mm-hmm. could be the stock market. It's food. So we might see Snacks. something where we shut the shut the light off on the supply chain where we suddenly don't have food and everybody's freaking out. Um, but it, it goes over. It, the interesting thing about the lunar eclipse is it isn't just a one day event. It's very strong on November 19th, but it will continue over a period of three months. 
So we're just going to be seeing a lot of fear there about what's going to happen. And there will be events that will take place that will strike fear, uh, especially in, and it's the one that you talk about the most, uh, yeah. Algol, we- <laughs> which is Medusa. So what, no. what does that also mean? That means that the lights shut on people who might have something evil in their charts. Um, maybe they have an evil um, friend or sibling or business partner or boss. And if it just happens to fall in there, then it it might even mean that those uh, harmful people in your life, uh, they may just go dark and not bother you. We hope that's the case anyway. Because that is like the meanest fixed star out there. But if you live a good life and you try really hard to have integrity and character – that might be the evil people around you off with their heads, right? That's right. And it can manifest yeah. in two different ways. We might see in the, in the news that there are some beheadings. We might see that in headlines. Uh, and number two, and because we think about astrology as themes, things that we see in the news is a, is a great way to spot or uh, see, see trends. Um, and then let's see, we've got, people getting their, you know, being beheaded. But um, also it means possibly that people who were evil before and got away with things, they might not have any power anymore. So you can think of a lot of different people who are, (laughs) I know, I've got a long list of people I can think of. I wonder if they're going to be affected. (laughs) And then in addition to this lunar eclipse, it's trining Pluto. So we all yes. know what Pluto is, the underworld. What we don't like to see, it the is. dark uh, birth and it, regeneration. And it lots and lots. It means lots and lots. Yes. So does it mean lots and lots of beheadings? We hope not. No, but it could, uh, but lot, it could mean lots alcohol, Lots and lots too. of secrets. Lots and lots of Might, secrets revealed. That's right. Lots and lots of alcohol because uh, algol represents alcohol. So uh, maybe there's something with the industry. Uh, something might happen with with alcohol. So uh, so there could be a few different things that happen. I'm just getting my popcorn and I'm hiding. Right. I'm locking my door and I'm calling yeah. you. <laughs> well, and it's like <laughs> this. This is what I always say: a lunar eclipse. It's a full moon. On steroids, pretty much. Yes. Because it really is packing a punch. And it, this has got some pretty gnarly things happening with it. Jupiter comes into play, which exaggerates everything as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. there's a lot of funk going on with this one. So I'm with you. I need to get the popcorn. I'm going to put a scarf scarf around my neck. I'm, I'm just like hiding. But it's well, not really bad and, because, you know, transformation is good. It's a good You could also go to space.com and there's a, there's a map there and it shows the areas of the world that are going to be most affected by the, the lunar eclipse. And I uh, hate to say it, but the U.S. is the most affected, uh, South America to some extent, and Eastern Australia. 
So it uh, looks like Russia and China are sitting pretty. Great. So we... <laughs> Great. We know what was interesting. I know. Um, is Pythia ran a, a program of the lunar eclipse, mm-hmm. and it went right over Houston, where all that mm-hmm. happened in that, at that concert. And I thought that yeah. was rather interesting. But, um, yeah. you know, it's just going to be like any other full moon uh, endings. Are, are, with eclipses, you have endings and A beginnings, correct? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So yeah. what is your advice for people on this full moon? You just roll with it? Um, do you ground? Yeah, do you, I, I mean, you know? We, the, I guess we joke around about you know, what on earth could happen. But uh, but honestly, it you just got to go about your business. And uh, there are some people who are saying not to do certain things. Uh, you know, maybe it's a good idea to to not travel for a couple weeks. Uh, that's <laughs> that's a hard thing to say right at yeah. uh, right at Thanksgiving. I've got to do Thanksgiving? a five hour drive. Uh, Jeff so, Blue's going to love you. On the, I know, but it's the 19th. So I'm hoping that once Thanksgiving, you know, kicks in and everybody's focused on that, we'll have gone a little bit past the, the lunar eclipse. But I would say the advice is just take it easy and uh, just don't freak out. That's the best thing to do. And then so after that, we have a solar eclipse upcoming correct in yeah. December. So what mm-hmm. well, what is a solar eclipse as opposed to the lunar eclipse? Are solar eclipses well, a little bit more positive? I would say so. And uh and also um I think it's a better time to start things between the solar eclipse and when Venus goes retrograde on December the 19th. So uh so yeah, it's I think it's starting another chapter. People are going to see this sun just uh, illuminate a certain part of their chart. So what you have to do is look and see where the sun is and uh, see where it's affecting you. And so everybody's got a after chart. You cast your birth chart. You mm-hmm. do your birth chart, and every there are twelve pieces of the pie in an astrology chart, and each one re- um, references something. So, for example, the second house was money, uh, seventh house mm-hmm. partnerships. So you would look in that area where the sun is to see what mm-hmm. will be illuminated in your life. And that's a good yeah. way to get started to starting to read and look at charts and to know exactly. the houses. And, um, and then we have what it, so when Venus goes into retrograde, we all love Venus. That's our relationships. That's our love lives, what happens when Venus goes in retro? Do we have breakups? Well, that's the time. Well, you don't want to start dating for that period of time. It goes till the end of January because there's always going to be something where they didn't tell you that, um, I don't know, they have an evil twin brother and he lives with him 
in his duplex apartment. Like you find out these things after retrograde uh, where you're like, oh, God, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> so you have to be careful. You've got to be careful of dating and buying. You don't want to buy a house. You don't want to. And we're actually in Venus retro shade, um, I think, in a few days. Right. Uh, so it's going to start really getting strong. But that's that's going to be on December 19th. So you don't you just don't want to make any big purchases until, you know, I'm going to say the end of February. So, so is it, it okay will to probably do that backfire. during shade? Shade like, is not as bad, but you're still going to be. It just means a little bit of a disappointment. It's kind of like Jupiter retrograde. Yeah, Jupiter retrograde is. Uh, if you have it in your chart, a lot of times it's a disappointment with your husband or a disappointment. I don't know. The husband, just, it's for a female chart. It's like, well, uh, they didn't really turn out exactly the way that you wanted them to. And there's plenty of examples with celebrities. Natalie Wood's one of them. Uh, maybe uh, Mariah Carey. Even Paris Hilton. And uh, she's had trouble with her dating life and it seems as if she's happy now, but you know, just came out that he has this child and you know, there, there are things that maybe uh, you didn't know about, about this person. And we see that often in crime charts, uh, Lacey Peterson, I believe um, right. we can look at, uh, I don't know, a dozen charts and they're all Jupiter retrograde. So it's, it's in degrees though. There's, there's some that are just a little bit disappointing. And then there's some that are the ones you don't want to bother with at all. So Venus retro, don't start dating somebody. How does that affect um, normal relationships? Does it, or does it even affect them? If you're in just a normal, happy relationship, does Venus retro? Yeah, I think you're going to, uh, it could be something good. It could be that you're remembering certain uh, milestones. Uh, maybe you're taking out the pictures and you're playing old records and you're remembering. It's about memories. So that can be a good thing. Um, but as far as uh, Venus, you want to look at where it is in your chart, and that's going to tell you okay. a little more information. Well, that's fantastic. Marie, do you have any questions for Val on any of the eclipses or any astrology questions that would be anything? Um, it's really interesting. I'm actually going to go Google some stuff after we're done. I learned a lot of stuff just listening. <laughs> I bet you took well, notes, yeah, too. It, She's a Virgo. She took notes, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I... Um, I am not surprised, but yeah, the retrograde is really important with crime charts because um, if we see Mercury retrograde uh, in a crime chart, that usually does not uh, bode well for the perpetrator. It also can show that the witnesses are not really the best witnesses. They're kind of disappointment. They're like, well, I, I, I know I saw it, but I can't really tell you who it was, or I can't really give you a solid description. So they fall short, and it's something to remember when you're looking at a crime Interesting. chart. Well, mm-hmm. where can people find information on your charts and on crime charts? Because our episode is just about up. That flew by, didn't it? Yeah. They always it do. It did. It oh. did. And Next week, I um, 
we will be doing uh-huh. the crime chart, clues and crime That's chart right. of Peggy McGuire. And this yeah. was this is a very this is a, a, a case that's special to you, Val. And we're, it it's, is it's a it's a very pretty famous case here in the states. I'm not is it in Canada, Marie? Do you do you have you ever heard of it? No, I until I googled it today, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. No, interesting. Yeah. So we will be looking at Peggy yeah. McGuire. Uh, we have we will give you guys some updates on past cases we have been we've got growing pains going on we've been very very busy haven't we Val and Marie yes. can attest to and that if you, yeah if you want to um, follow us on YouTube uh, we have two channels one is forensic astrologer and you can look up our coffee and crime charts that we do on weekends and then also uh, um, Joni you have true crime mysteries beyond the veil on YouTube and you show people how to do tarot cards, how to read right. them. And they're yeah, that's on the on Raven's there. nest. That's tarot by the mm-hmm. Raven's nest. And, you know, it's just a little bit of tutorials on how to learn tarot. It's very easy. It's very simple. We keep it very light. It's fun. So please, you know, it's a great year. Last year in December, We started moving forward with a lot of spirituality, a lot of divination. People are very in learning how to raise their vibrational levels, how to ascend, how to use divination. So we wanted to really help that process along. We got pretty bombarded with calls and what's going on with my energy. Um, You know, a lot of people are realizing that they have clairvoyance, clairvoyant gifts. Because this energy shift occurred in December of last year, and people literally, they're getting, they get sick to their stomach, they can be moody, because everything's changing, and not, not good sleep patterns. So their intuition is kicking in, and, and that's hard if you don't know what's happening to you. And, you know, that could be an ascension process. It could be, you know, the leveling up process, being aware being enlightened, enlightened. So, you know, that's what we, we have tried to help people through. And, and we do, we do talk about a lot of that on our just regular shows and stuff, because it's interesting for people. And I, I understand that, you know, with the fear that we're thrown our way, fear will lower that energy level. So you have to pull up that, that vibrational level. You don't have to keep it up high all the time. Laughter actually raises your vibrational level higher than meditation. Being that there's nothing higher than laughter. To ra- Did you, I just to, found that out. I'll Isn't go, that interesting? I'll go to YouTube. Yep, I'll go to YouTube and I'll search SNL. And that'll yeah. get me right back on track. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I found that interesting. So we have... Um, coffee and crime chart. If you're interested in forensic astrology, you have a book, Forensic Astrology 101, right? That's right. Yeah. And you can go to Forensic Astrologer. You can go to ForensicAstrologer.com. And Marie, do you want to give us an update of what you're up to? Or I know you're always working on cases. 
researching yeah, uh, and yeah well for today i was uh messaging with deborah and stuff and i'm still talking with jessica hamby's mom and yeah. um yeah, she really liked the show last week lynn yes she's such yeah. a nice person and it was so good yeah. to come on it, yeah. it was it's wonderful and marie just reaches mm-hmm. out to our families Um, She helps them find out information. It's really kind of tough when they're trying to do a thousand things at once with the families that are working. They may have a missing person, a daughter, or the children to take care of. So Marie has really alleviated a lot of that burden by just reaching out and helping and just, I I mean, she's an angel. It's amazing. And so we're Mm -hmm. so thrilled to have her with us. And it's just wonderful what you've done, Marie. Um, But next week, we have Peggy McGuire. That will be interesting. Um, uh, Just a shout out to Pithy, who is the advice astrologer and God lovers. They are battling flooding. They are battling rains and Mm -hmm. storms. So we just want to give her a shout out and Pray that they're safe and to stop all the rain and storms that that are hitting the West Coast of the U.S. So what am I missing, Val? Anything else? I think that's it. Just uh, what's coming up um, on your tarot channel? Are you going to be doing anything? Yes. Uh, This weekend, we we will be looking at the suit of swords. Tarot uh, can be a little bit overwhelming. And but we do not have to memorize all the cards, so you know we get, we take it slow. This week we will be talking about the suit of swords, so that'll fit in, that'll fit into the the eclipse. Oh, sure, certainly will. <laughs> Whenever alcohol. I see a sword, I cringe. I'm like Joni, no tower, no sword, please God. I throw them on the floor. I don't read them. I don't pay attention. We don't want to deal with this card today. I know. <laughs> we don't deal well, with you it. were doing a reading of a client uh, recently, and she had her jewelry stolen uh, right. from her apartment, and the swords came up. And I was like, Joni, Joni. And I, I'm like thinking to myself, did we have a class on the swords yet? So I'm trying to remember what it meant. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, and, and yeah. with that reading, uh, they were going to be successful to find the, whoever took the jewelry. So that was very interesting. That's right. Yeah. But, you know, we're hoping it happens. Out. Yeah. Reach out to us anytime. We are at, on Facebook, the, the channel has True Crime Mysteries Beyond the Veil. You know, we had one case this week. We had two last week, and we had to extend to an hour and a half. And I just want to say thank you to Deborah for, you know, sharing Lexi's story with us. And, you know, like I said, if you find out anything, if you know anything, please contact and and help them bring Lexi home to this this wonderful family. So um, I think that'll be it for us tonight, girls. Um, Val, do you have anything else? Yeah, just remember the lunar eclipse is going to just break away anything that's unstable in your life. It's a good thing. So think of it in positive terms. And if anybody has uh, an interesting lunar eclipse story for us, feel free to call in and and let us know next time. Yes, that would be great. And I forgot, as I always do, to give out the number. 
So next week I will do that because I forget. Marie, do you have anything else before we, we leave? No, just wanted to say thank you, and it was really interesting. All right, hon. I'm sorry, Val. Go ahead, Val. Oh, and also. I was going to say. Oh. Yes. Okay, I was just, (laughs) I always forget. Libra life. It's a delay. It's not your fault. It's the Um, Libra life. Um, The wildest story for me, uh, it was actually a full moon, and I was at this, uh, it was kind of like a cottage resort. Um, it was a modest little resort. And I'm sitting watching the moon, which is my favorite thing to do. I'm, I'm outside on the lawn. And out of nowhere, a black cat jumps into my lap. <laughs> it was the craziest thing I've ever On a full moon. On a full moon. And it would eventually be an omen. <laughs> but we won't talk about that. Absolutely not. And just remember, too, listeners, that the Rift Radio Network family, tomorrow evening, tune in for evenings with Mary Barrett, uh, where she is a psychic and that people can call in. She has guests. She also provides readings. And to please call, you know, her show is on Wednesdays. Then we have Howie and Kat, our Lovely Leaders on Sunday evenings. And on Monday, my friend Sherry with her stories, her horror stories with the rocking chair. And she's just wonderful. She gives away prizes, too. So we have Monday evening. We are on on Tuesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday evenings with Mary. And then on Sunday, Howie and Kat. So please thank you for listening to the Rift Radio Network. Have a great week. We will see you next week when we unveil Peggy McGuire. And any, and then we will do our updates on previous cases. So be safe. Be kind to each other. And thanks for tuning in. Good night, girls. Have a great week. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good, Good night, night, everybody. Thanks so much.